got to share in a recovery meeting in Laguna Beach this evening. And such a good meeting. It was a group of probably probably 20 men. Most of them were relatively new to recovery and sobriety. Uh, a lot of them are um, in and out of rehabs. And um, if you don't know, California, especially Southern California, is just, um, it's like Mecca for treatment and recovery centers. And a lot of people spend their whole lives in and out of these facilities. And um, it's really sad to see, but it's also really good that such a place exists um, to give those people the opportunity to get their lives together. And some do and some don't. And um, anyways, I met a guy um, in there tonight. He shared his whole story. He's been sober for, I think, five days. And um, he was sharing about how he was literally sleeping on a bench in a park five days ago. And he said, God woke him up. God said, get up. You're not supposed to be living this life. He's probably a 50, probably 50, um, older looking guy. I think he's been through some hell for sure. Um, a black guy. And, um, he talked about how he's been in active addiction for 34 straight years. Um, crystal meth. Like, every every drug you can possibly name, he named. And he said he's drank every night since he can remember, until five nights ago. And he said, the voice of God, literally, like an audible voice in his head, said, get up. You're not to be living this life anymore. And so he got up, and he looked up the nearest treatment center. And the first place he walked in welcomed him. He had been homeless for seven straight years, and he was welcomed, and by the grace of God, they had an extra bed for him to sleep in, and he just he just knew that this was his time. And that man is five days sober, and he had the same light that I do today. And that's what is the trippiest thing, is God can radically transform people in an instant. And that's what he did for me. And that doesn't mean like my problems went away in an instant. But the moment that I surrendered, the moment that I, my moment of clarity, that's what we refer to it as in in meetings a lot. The moment of clarity, the spiritual awakening, where you actually hear the voice of God and actually do what it says instead of run from it or try to mute that voice with drugs or drinking or um, girls or whatever. You know, I, I used to try to do all those things. I didn't want to hear God. Um, cause God was boring and Christians are the worst people cause they judge and they're hypocrites. And I didn't want anything to do with that kind of life. Um, <laughs> look where we are now. Right. But it was just crazy seeing that man on fire for God and he's got a long road ahead of him. And, um, it's just beautiful to see him going for it. Uh, got to got to pray with him after the meeting and just encouraged him. He clearly knows 
God. He referenced a few Bible verses and things like that. And and that's good. Any spiritual foundation is good. And I don't sit here and force my Christian beliefs on people, my Jesus on people. I let I let people find God on their own um, because every experience is different. But that dude clearly shared the same faith as me. So it was pretty cool just to get to pray with him and encourage him to just keep clinging to the truth, stay in the word and just, just live that truth and everything that it says, do it. And every promise that God makes, believe it and receive it and just continue to make a decision to surrender everything to God every single day. And addiction is so much more than the drugs and the alcohol. Recovery is so much more than sitting in meetings Recovery begins the moment that we wake up. It begins the moment that I roll out of bed and I have a decision between my will and checking my phone and letting all these crazy thoughts race through my head like they do every single day or I can hit my knees and surrender all that crap to God. And every day that I've done that since 2014, I've stayed sober. And it's not just me. It's every person I meet in those meetings, including that man tonight. And it is just so freaking cool. I can't even, like, I just, I go on and on and I record all these podcasts and I post all this content and I'm on this journey because I I literally just love it that much. I love seeing people get set free. I love seeing people catch the fire that's set. I mean, when you find God... When you really find him, it's the most beautiful, transforming thing from the inside out. And you can literally see the other people that that's happened to. And it's just, it's so good. It's so good. And I want to also take this opportunity just to speak some gratitude into your life and encourage you to count your blessings. I know that life is hard. I know that life is a struggle. (laughs) trust me I I freaking know I'm actually sitting in the parking lot of a rest stop because I had to choose an hour ago I had to choose between a tank of gas or spend that 75 bucks on a hotel room because I got nothing left and I chose the tank of gas just so I can stay in motion and I'm sleeping in my truck tonight. But you know what? I'm not even down about it. I'm actually, I'm grinning, I'm smiling, I'm shining my light because I am grateful. I've got a truck to sleep in. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? And the fact that I was able to get a tank of gas, that's because my friend Bill helped me out today and he is awesome and he has supported me the entire, it's It's all about what I choose to focus on. I can focus on my problems and my fear of tomorrow or my fear of being single or my fear of being 30 and not accomplishing the goals that I've always wanted to, um, the fear of not being good enough, the fear of not hearing the voice of God or misinterpreting what he's saying or just doing it wrong and all this crap. Or the the things people throw at me through social media, the messages I get. I can focus on whatever I choose to, but I'm choosing God. I'm choosing gratitude, 
And I'm choosing to share that with the world because that is what transformed my life. And I'm never going to let go of that. I am never going back to those days of fear and letting that consume me because the second that I do that, I'm going to end up hammered drunk. I'm going to end up doing cocaine and whatever else is around, probably hooking up with a chick and may or may not, well, might not even get that far. Probably going to get a DUI on the way and um, we'll see how that goes. Or if it doesn't play out that way, I'll spend all my money on partying and I'll have to start stealing from people again. Um, and then do that until I get caught and then kill myself. That was the thought process I used to have. I'm not going back there because that's what fear opens the door to that path. And I have closed the door on that and it is so far out of sight. I am not turning around. And that's what the Lord says, man. When you, when you enter a relationship with the Lord, when you begin to have a spiritual life and a walk with him that's real, you leave that crap behind. There is no turning back. No turning back. You know that song? I have decided to follow Jesus. No turning back. No turning back. That's the one that plays in my head all the time. All the time. And if you can't tell, I'm excited. I'm grateful. And I'm looking forward to the next miracle that God has in store because that's my only option at this point. And I get excited when I reach my breaking point now because that's what allows God the space to do his thing. If my life was perfect, which hopefully it never will be, but um, I've thought that it was before. And when my life is perfect, I don't have to pray. I don't need God. And that's when God is very distant. That's when he feels so distant and I don't hear his voice and I do things on my own and it works for a little while, but never in the end. My will has never <laughs> ended the right way. And I think I've got a lot to learn for sure. I'm still out here learning, but man, at least I've learned how to surrender and I'm so glad that other people have too. And it's just love. Again, it all comes down to love. It comes down to receiving God's love. And when you receive that free gift that none of us deserve, none of us deserve it. Be real with yourself. You don't deserve his love. His love is perfect. His love erases a multitude of sins. It erases a lifetime of doing the wrong thing. Just one ounce of his love. Just receive it and it all goes away. And we don't deserve that. It changes everything. And then when you get that free gift and share it with others, that's the gift that just keeps on giving. And it's awesome, and it's beautiful, and so are you.